The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Show on the Wild Style Network. Here are your hosts, Q, Smitty, Matt, and Jay Cam. Hey, it's Thursday night. A little different night here for the boys at Notebook Wagering. Live from the Salisbury Center, fueled by Monster Energy, that cold, refreshing drink. Here we go, Maddie. Thursday night, are you pumped? I'm ready to go, man. Let's get after it. How you doing? Don't have him, Scott. Sorry, right. buddy. My fault. No, that's I okay. said, listen, <laughs> listen in the background extra softly here. I can hear it. And you know what it is? It's the Hot Mess Express quarterback carousel of the NFL this week. And what a trash dumpster fire the NFL quarterback scene has turned into. And tonight we're going to get prime time example of it. So let's let's jump in and fire away. All right, we do got Al Michaels tonight. NBC said, "Hey Al, and you know what? Go away, go away." The hot man. You got Al Michaels tonight. So yeah, hey, listen, this is crazy in the NFL. I mean, there this is quarterback after quarterback, and I got some plays tonight. We're gonna we're gonna dump it out. We're gonna start with the NFL tonight because there is a game kicking off here in a little bit, and Maddie just kind of applied to it. You got the Chargers. Go away. Go away. Against the Raiders. Tonight, Man, so. the Raiders. Yeah, great hey, performance listen, last this week. This is crazy. 3-0 loss here. All right, here we go. Let's dive right into it. Um, you got, I got, some you got this. Gonna, Both these teams, 5-8. and eight, Chargers, 4-8-1 ATS, 6-5-2 with the Raiders. Hey, Matty, two of the best under teams in the game. They're three and ten to the over this year, so ten and three to the under. Hey, both these teams are struggling. You got the Chargers four and five coming out uh, losing. You got Raiders um, three and five in a row. They're struggling here. Like you said, you got a lot of quarterbacks here. You got Stick coming in, Easton Stick, I think, out of North Dakota State against O'Connell here, and you got a lot of question marks, Matt. Before I let you take off in this one. You got Adams that was sick yesterday. Crosby's questionable. It sounds like Adams and Crosby or Crosby's going to play tonight. Yeah, they're both good. Good okay. to go. Okay, they're good to go. All right, let let's check that off on the notes here. You got Jacobs. That it doesn't sound good. Is what's what's he doing? He's out. He's out. Okay, he's gone. He's not playing tonight. Um, you know, you got Allen out for the Chargers. I mean, prime time unders. Everybody, thirty and 67 percent. Under, where's your head at tonight, Matt? I got I got three I got three plays in this, so I want to hear what you have. What are we doing tonight? All right, I got I got two plays, but there's no way we can get burned again on the under. Now I didn't bet the under last week in that other hot mess express of the Steelers Patriots game, and this is on par. This is actually like I don't know. I'm gonna go redo like a dresser tonight, bad kind of game. This is potentially awful. Easton Stick is going to be thrown to Palmer and Quinton Johnson instead of uh, Justin Herbert throwing to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Aiden O'Connell, they don't even know if he's going to play tonight. It might be Brian Hoyer. I don't know if they actually stated that yet. And also, I believe the last time these two teams played, um, or, yeah, Khalil Mack had six sacks on Aiden O'Connell. How on earth does this go over tonight? I actually can't figure it out. So 
So I did bet the under. I'm on the under, under 35 and a half. And then I do have a prop bet as well, of course. I believe Jacoby Myers, just because uh, Adams is sick, no Jacobs is going to be Zamir White at running back. Give me a flyer, a little piece of money on Jacoby Myers to score the first TD. And then let's just stop the scoring and keep it at 10 to 6 tonight. Give two field goals, some, you know, throw in a safety for uh, last. But, yeah, this is going to be an ugly one. But, hey, we're degenerates and we're going to bet it. Well, we are degenerates. So the trend on overs um, for this game, the under has been the good one here. 11 out of 13 games, uh, 6 out of 7 by O'Connell from uh, Covers.com. That's the trend for the game. I did jump on this, Matt. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do Chargers up to 9 in a teaser. And I'm going to take the uh, points up to 40 and a half. So I'm going to do plus 9 Chargers under 40 and a half. Like that teaser? I do. Did the did the total come down even more? Is it now at thirty four and a half? It was. I I that's I got this real uh, this morning. It came okay. down. It came down to thirty. It opened at forty two and a half. Came down to thirty and four and a half. Okay, I bet it at thirty five and a half, but I see a thirty six now. Okay, I got that this morning. Okay, so two, okay. two player props I'm going to do. Let's do a little dink and dunk. Do a little dink yeah. and dunk here. Eckler over 29 and a half receiving yards minus 120. That was a bet I put in this morning. And I did a little over 29 and a half Everett for the, for the Chargers um, receiving yards minus 130. I think. Is he going? He was I, questionable. I hope he's going. <laughs> but hey, wait until we talk. Here's the thing tonight well, that's so funny. Wait until we start in these bowl games. Who's playing and who's not playing? I can't wait to well, talk about that. Well, one last thing on this game tonight. Like, why? So the Chargers have shut down Herbert. Uh, Keenan Allen's not playing. No Mike Williams. Why are they actually going to, like, push Eckler out there? He was actually sick, I believe, this week or dinged up as well. I actually, I mean, I like that bet over yards. However, if they kind of go tank mode here, which they, I believe they should, and I'm pretty sure uh, my my guy, Brandon Staley, is just coaching his ass off tonight, even though he's, he's gonna, awful. He's going he's gonna to flip mean, he's, all his big, uh, all his sheets. He flips. Yeah, he's, he's dead man walking. So who knows? Maybe they'll go gadget plays and pull out all the stops, but I hope he's as bad as, as advertised and uh, this under comes in. I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna say, "Hey, again, you got your buddy coaching tonight. I know you love. I know you love that guy. He is a mess. Hey, we got some people in the chat. Three and zero last week. Great job, Jimmy G. Comes in and wins. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. How's Jimmy? And I think that's a great comment there. How's Jimmy G. Not like quarterbacking right now? He's mentioned. He's mentioned the potentially play tonight. Like they don't. I heard they don't know who's going. So. Okay. This is this is gonna be interesting. I like that. Well, thanks for chatting in with us, everybody. We really appreciate it. Hey, the last two weeks, I'm gonna say it right now. Thank you so much. I'll say it at the end too. Our numbers have been fantastic the last two weeks on these YouTube spots here. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking time out and checking in with us. We're having a blast doing the show and talking sports and gambling with you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, here we go. Saturday, you got three games, NFL Network, 
Three games. First one, we're not going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to skip. We're going to skip to the Steelers. We're going to skip to the Steelers here. Steelers, Colts. I got a feeling Pittsburgh's not going to the Super Bowl. All right, Nails. What are we going to do here? Steelers, seven and six. Colts, seven and six. Big game here. You got like, it seems like, Matt, does it seem like you have like 20 teams that are seven and six in the AFC? And I know we don't have that many, but it seems like it. Well, we do. I mean, if the AFC is just a, that's a trash heap too. I, I, it's scary to say, but a team that is seven and six might be the best team in the AFC. It could be the Buffalo Bills that could get hot. I mean, I know Baltimore has the best record, but that's not crazy to say that Buffalo might be the best team. I can't really admit it yet, but they might also have the MVP. I hope they do because I threw a little money on that. But Steelers, Colts, I already bet this. I already took the Colts minus one and a half. Um, I hope it goes up a little bit and I get a better number. But, I mean, this is another hot mess express. MVP Mitch versus Gardner Minshew. God almighty. How do the Steelers score? Locker room is an absolute dumpster fire. Tomlin seems to be losing fans, losing ex-faithful, ex-teammates, ex-players, everything. I'm not sure that the Steeler way exists anymore per uh, some former players. Big Ben had some tough news. I can't bet the Steelers on the road. I mean, this this to me actually screams just easy win for the Colts. And yet, I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers will hang close, get some kind of crazy defensive score, and keep it within a field goal. Make me sweat it out. But, man, I'm all over the Colts. All right. Covers. Colts going over team points. Six in a row. So, in all six home games. So, Colts. They can score. Now, you got good news today if you're a Steeler fan. Both linebackers, Highsmith, Watt's going to play. They got cleared out of the concussion protocol. Uh, from uh, X this week, Blitzburg, one of the uh, sites on X. I follow uh, Steelers have won eight straight against the Colts. They haven't lost since 2008. Here's the thing. You got to get Trubisky. He has to play better. He has to play a lot better, and I agree everything with this. I, I've been tough on the Steelers. I don't think I said last week or two weeks ago, Tomlin's a bum. I'm going to say it again. I got a lot of people say, man, you had your Yinzer moment. Yeah, maybe I did. I tell it like it is. I've been saying it. But here's the thing. They're a dog on the road. I've said this on the show. They are better on the road than they are at home. They are. Bottom line, they are. They play better. This is a typical Steeler game to come back and play and win this. Opened at three, minus three, down to one and a half for the Colts. Something's going on here. I like the Steelers. Teaser. Teaser play at least. I don't know if they'll win the game, but you get them up in a teaser. I love it. Got to run the ball better. Last game against uh, New England, 28 carries, 82 yards. Here's the thing, too. You got to get the right guy carrying the ball. Quit doing Najee Harris. Why is Warren, Warren coming into that game last week, in four weeks was leading the NFL in rushing. He was over McCaffrey. He didn't get the ball a lot Thursday night. Why? Why is he not getting the ball? Because Tomlin's a bum. I'll say it again. They're not getting the guys, and like Matt said, locker room's a mess. you got former players calling it out now. It's going to get ugly. This is a playoff game for the Steelers, though. I mean, it really is. I mean, for both teams, it, it is. 
So hopefully Pittsburgh, I, I love the teaser spot. I think this game's competitive. I like where it's going from opening at minus three to minus one and a half. Take the Steelers up. I think the Steelers compete. They can win the game. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line. And like I promised, we got the Bubby Brister shirt on. Yes, we can, Pittsburgh. So, come on. I, I had the Mitch shirt last time. It wasn't good. But let's go, Steelers. Let's get it. Hey, Matt, I'm going to throw this game at you. And I in our preview, uh, you know, off the air, previewing games, I didn't bring this up, but I want to get your two cents on this. You got Denver at Detroit. 8:15 Saturday. Lions are minus 5 in this Matt. And you got De- you got the you got the Broncos playing really really well. 6 out of the last 7. Now covers.com the Lions are 6 and 0 ATS after a loss. Man, does that seem 5 points? Denver Denver's one of those 7 and 6 teams. Is that a lot? In your opinion? It is. Uh, I'm sure it started at five, that magical number where they don't know what to do with it. But, so, I I can't trust Detroit anymore. They're, our friend Ken from Michigan, a different Ken, summed it up pretty well. He goes, this Detroit team is on cruise control to one and done in the playoffs. And that's the way it looks. I mean, they're probably going to win the division after Green Bay stumped, uh Stubbed their toe last week to cost them a shot at it. So Detroit's going to get in. They're probably going to play, Lord, I, I don't know, Philly potentially, which could be crazy. And this, Campbell started out so good. Now they have had injuries, and it's like they can't really get healthy. Golf has seemed to take a step back. I think the right play is probably Denver. I'm actually going to look the over here. Got the dome. Got uh, Detroit's defense is still suspect. Denver on the road, you have to think they're going to give up some points. But I do have a good player prop I heard. I heard Cortland Sutton has 10 touchdowns in 13 games. Any time touchdown for him, I believe, was still at like plus 120. I already took it. I'm going to I'm gonna ride with it. I'm going to ride with the hot hand of him. And hopefully he can score one more time. So, But, yeah, I think you're right. I think this is too many points. Maybe it'll go down some more, but maybe grab it while it's hot. All right, Ken said the game mixed between there. Uh, since who is it? Cincinnati, Minnesota. Is that the game yeah. Saturday? Ken's yeah. all over C- uh, Cincinnati minus three. Hey, uh, Mr. Dobbs, third string. Man, that story went down fast. How about how you want to talk about a hot mess express? Look at that game. Nick Mullins versus Jake Browning. Yeah, but Browning, Uh-oh. but Browning's been on fire. Well, he has, but it's still an awful matchup. It should be. Uh, Kirk Cousins versus Joe Burrow. And oh, yeah. Jefferson and Chase. It's yeah. a, what a mess. Well, yeah. Well, the league is a mess right now. I mean, it really is. And then you got the officiating problems. A mess. I mean, you got everything. I mean, real quick, that Kansas City. Was he offsides, Matt? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yes, he was. And now. Everybody see it. Yeah. Now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is, it, is it a weak call? Sure. Is it. A correct call? Yeah, it is. And they miss. You know, all these Kansas City people on X were putting, like, a Steeler guy over and another guy over and another guy over. Listen, that happens every week. It is a mess. It is a train wreck. I don't want to hear anything from Kansas City fans. You guys want a Super, you guys want a Super Bowl 
on a trash call. Oh, the Super Bowl, the biggest game, biggest game there is. I and you want it on a trash I disagree with that, but we have to disagree to agree sometimes. So no, but they shouldn't. That fan base, and that's a team. You know, we're not going to break that team down, Matt. But that team's schedule really breaks out easy here coming up. But is that team and do they have some issues here going in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, they can't. They can't do anything great anymore. Even the passing game is not great anymore. They have no real deep threat to stretch the field and get Kelsey open. Kelsey looks a step slower. They lost their best playmaker probably in Pacheco for potentially the year. So now they're down to CEH and McKinnon. All the receivers are young. Kadarius Tony is an absolute bonehead. The defense is still good. I mean, Andy Reid is doing what he can. Mahomes hasn't played bad, but it seems like just something's not right. This seems like the year they take the step back, and it looks like they're going to be the team that misses the uh, potentially misses the playoffs. But I think they'll still sneak, sneak out the division and get in. Yeah, that was a bad luck by Kansas City. I mean, it was a tough call, but the court, you know, Mahomes going crazy on the sidelines and then hugging Allen and he's saying some of the stuff they had him on a hot mic saying, I mean, come on now. I mean, what a joke. Cry baby. And Andy Reid didn't sound good. Now they both came back the next day and try to get out of it a little bit. But yeah, Kansas City has some issues. All right, let's move on here. 405 CBS. We got the Commanders against the Rams. Man, that Rams game last week was up and down against the Ravens. I loved it. I had the Rams up in a Teaser, which was an easy winner. Somebody else, I can't remember. And, you know, here's the thing. Baltimore did a kick return. There was about four flags that should have been thrown on that. That wasn't called. I mean, you talk about bad officiating. Listening, uh, I mean, I saw it. I, I was at a bowling alley. My daughter, I was bowling with my family. My daughter's birthday was the next day. We were out at a little family outing. I counted one quick. I listened to some other shows. They had about four. They had three to four to maybe even five, and they didn't call anything here. So you got the commanders coming off a bye, four and nine, playing the Rams six and seven, five, seven, and one, seven, five, and one uh, ATS. Commanders can't stop anybody, Matt. The Rams offense is clicking. Line is six and a half, 50 and a half over under. The trend from covers.com. Road teams have been scoring against the Rams, though, in all the six games this year. So if you can get a first touchdown or maybe a first quarter play on the Commanders, maybe a good play. What's your overall thought on this one? I hate it. Just think think of this Rams team actually won last week and then didn't blow a game against the Steelers somehow. They would be in prime, like, position – they, in fact, they'd probably be a playoff lock already. Uh, they actually have a nice schedule shakeout. Uh, my commander's team is that. That's a. This team has turned into a joke. <laughs> this is another team where the locker room seems to hate each other. The D linemen can't keep quiet. The only bright spot is Sam Howell, who's second in the league in passing behind C.J. Stroud, and he might take the lead back this week. Now that Stroud's probably going to sit. They have good talent: McLaurin, Samuel, Dotson. Antonio Gibson's still a nice tease. Brian Robinson's a good running back, not great. They need to do an overhaul. But I like what the Rams have going, man. Stafford, Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, and Cooper Cup. That's a legit offense. If they can uh, finally get back to recouping their draft picks, this team's on to something. And we all thought Sean McVay was going to go away. But I think he's back. And it uh, seems like they got a little second life. He seems to be enjoying himself. 
I like the Rams here, but I also think I like an over here as well. We know the home fan base for the Rams is garbage, so Washington fans can hopefully travel out there, keep it 50-50. But, yeah, look at the over on this one as well, and maybe look at the over for Sam Howell throwing the ball. Yeah, I think this one's going to be up and down. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, it. my early index card that I wrote down was 46-and-a-half. It's up to 50-and-a-half now, so, wow. yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's go on this yeah. offense. Boy, we missed we missed that good number. Yeah, and I did these maybe Sunday or Monday. I can't remember when I started doing some of my cards for the show here, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great teaser spot for the Rams. You get it down to a pick them. I, I just can't see the Commanders staying with this team. I really can't. I, I agree with everything you said. The locker room's a mess. I think they're done. The coaching staff's gone. They're ready to finish out the season. And get the golf yeah. clubs out and let's let's you know let's move on here. So all right. I think Rams do okay here. All right, here we go. Great game here. 425 also. We got Dallas, Buffalo. Dallas 10 and 3, Buffalo 7 and 6. But a Buffalo team that is starting to get a little steam here. Especially in the division. You look at their schedule and you look at the Dolphins schedule, and they play, I think, at the last game of the year. That could maybe be up because that Dolphins team blew one on Monday night. I think the Dolphins get right this week against the Jets. I think they win that game. I don't know about it they cover, but I think they win the game. But the Dolphins team, I think, has a little bit of issues. So nine and four ATS Dallas, five and eight for the Bills. And we've been saying on this, this show, this team can score. Dallas can score, especially at home. They did it again last week, man. Prescott now on some sites favored for the MVP. I don't know about that. Ooh. I know. I, I think, Ooh. hey, listen, I'm pulling for you. I, I didn't do it. I think Purdy absolutely. And what did Purdy do last week? I mean, I don't want to get off subject on this game here, but Purdy threw up a great game last week and he went behind. What are you talking about? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, you know, where are we going here with the trend from covers? Cowboys are 11-2 first half overs. Yeah, they score. They score a lot. They score a lot at home. Now, can they press this Bills secondary? Yeah, they could. But again, Bills, great game last week. Big win. Allen had some big throws in this. It's in Buffalo. I didn't really... I, earlier in the week, Matt, I wrote down maybe 37 degrees, 16 mile per hour wins. But man, I like I kind of like where this Buffalo team's going. I think it's a good money line play for Buffalo this week. What do you have? Um, yeah, I mean, I had Buffalo money line last week. My roll right over. I think that's the correct play. Dallas at uh, at home, totally different animal. Dallas in a dome, totally different animal. Dallas on the road and outside and bad weather all day. Give me Buffalo. Uh, this is the Josh Allen hype train gaining steam. If he beats Dak head-to-head, Dak should basically go to third on the MVP chart. I mean, Purdy threw for 368, two touchdowns last week. How's Dak dump, jump over him? Just because they they beat the Eagles at home? Well, you were supposed to beat the Eagles at home. You were favorite. That's that's your job. I, like, I think after this weekend, we're going to have Purdy sitting at one MVP, Josh Allen two, and Dak's going to drop the three. 
One thing, though, McCaffrey kind of kills Purdy's numbers because he's so good. He runs the ball for it, it's given 100 yards and a touchdown every week, which is Purdy losing out. But they have the weapons. Everybody's new excuse is, oh, Purdy has the best weapons in football. But it, well, that's just one of the perks of having his job right now. And other people are saying, oh, anybody could come in and step in and do that. I don't think so. But that's a different argument. I do like Buffalo. Um, they got James Cook involved more last week in the passing game. He's really good. I wish I'd steer away from like Latavius Murray. Just give Cook more yards. Josh Allen actually needs to run the ball more. I know it sounds dumb because we don't want quarterbacks getting killed. They are so much better when the threat of him running is there. It just get your 40 yards and they, it keeps the linebackers on their heels so much. If you can get a tight end involved then with Kincaid over the middle, I think Buffalo pulls us out. I actually think they cover the points too. It's only two. I'd grab it while it's getting while they're getting good. All right, Baltimore Jags Sunday night. You got Baltimore again coming off uh, a win. Like I said, I think it should have been called back. But what can you do? Ten and three, eight and five Jags, eight and five ATS. Both teams. Ravens, 4-0 ATS after games they don't cover in. And also 6-0 ATS first half lately from Covers.com. Hey, the Jags last week, you know, they played Cleveland, got behind fast. The big thing was, was Lawrence going to play? He did. He came in. How do I mean, 28 out of 50, is it always great to throw 50 passes? I don't think it's, it's kind of like that saying when you're at, Outside and it's late and you're it's two a.m. Bad things happen. I think when you throw fifty passes in an NFL game, sometimes bad things happen. Two hundred fifty-seven yards, three touchdowns, but three INT. Ingram's coming off a big game: eleven catches, ninety-five yards, three TDs or two TDs. Excuse me on that, Matt. I have man. I just think this is a good teaser spot for Jags. They're plus three, over-unders 42 and a half. I just think it's a good teaser spot. I think it's a team that has to get it right. They got to win this game or at least keep it close. Baltimore is a very impressive team, but I think it's a great teaser spot for Jacksonville. What do you think in this one? Well, you remember that Bears call last week to beat the Lions? Yeah, I loved it too. I had it in a pick'em contest. Great call. Here comes the, up, here comes the upset of the week, Jags. Over the Ravens, straight. Um, but Lawrence is going to have to throw the ball a lot. They're not going to be able to run on that Baltimore defense. So my only trepidation is no Christian Kirk, I think. It's still undetermined. But Ridley played really well. Ingram's good. Zay Jones is still good. That young kid, Parker Washington, playing really well. Get ATM the ball out of the backfield. Just keep an extra guy in to block. So you can let Lawrence work. I think this Baltimore team is a little bit overrated. Um, They they do have a new intriguing piece, though. Uh, OBJ seems to be back to himself, which is a nice toy for them. Um, I actually like the over here. I think this is going to be a shootout. I actually won't be shocked if this is the highest scoring game of the week. Maybe I'm being a little naive. I, I, I think we might get a primetime shootout for a change. So I'm going to roll the Jags money line this week. I think that's the dog's barking. 
I love it. I got one more dog coming up here in a second. Old man in the garage dog of the week in a second here. Okay, Monday night. Philly, Seattle. I'll tell you, we got some people that listen to the show that are Philadelphia fans, and I got even a text from a really good friend of mine, Jared, out in Las Vegas, saying, Smitty, you're bashing my team. I said, well, I don't think I'm bashing your team completely. Bashing them a little bit. But I said, here's the thing. I'm doing, the, I'm doing my job. I got you coming back probably next week to listen to the show again. This team's struggling. There's no doubt. I mean, let, let's, I'm just going to throw in my cards here. I got, I got to throw this out. Last three weeks, they gave up 34 to Buffalo, 42 to San Francisco, 33 to Dallas. Now you can say, and you can sit here and say, those are good teams. Yeah, they are. All three are really good teams. It's a lot of points. They're the worst third down defense, I think, in the NFL. They can't get anybody off the field. Maddie's been saying for the whole year that something's not right with Hurts. 18 out of 27, 197, zero touchdowns, zero picks last week. Swift, 11 carries, 39 yards. My thing, Matt, in my notes, I wrote down, they got to start running the ball a little bit more, don't they? Yeah, they should. I mean, they have a great, still great O-line. Yeah. Their problem is all defense. Well, it's not the whole problem. Um, I believe only three wide receivers caught passes last week. They're, they're way too target dependent on A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Okay, and I'm going I'm I'm to jump in. Uh, just hold on for a second because that's a great point. I wrote down too. Brown, nine catches, 94 yards. Smith, five catches, 73. Keep going. Yeah, they're way too dependent on those two. They gotta, they gotta sprinkle it up. Run some screens for Swift, man. Get him involved. Get Goddard back in the game. But the biggest problem for this team is defense right now. They have some stars on defense, but they're not really playing like stars. And I mean, if you were on the internet this week, you saw the dude who sits outside the facility. He had two trash cans and it said Slay and Bradbury on it, like they're checking in for work. And he's not wrong. So the Eagles defense, points per game, 28th in the league. Points per drive, 29th in the league. Yards per game, 22nd. Turnovers, fourth, 21st. Passing touchdowns allowed, 31st. Penalties, 26th. Third down defense, worst in the football. Red zone defense, 30th. If you can't fix that defense, you're in some big trouble because the NFC is pretty loaded. And this Seattle team, what this Seattle team should do this week is literally line up four guys, wide, four wide receivers, spread them out, and just throw all day. Let Gino go to Smith and Jigba, uh, DK, Lockett, tight end, shuffle the two backs out of the backfield. They're both good pass catchers. This is a tricky game. I do think the Eagles are going to win. I think they have too many leaders to let it slip. And they're just they're not in trouble. They're still the favorites to win the NFC East in sportsbooks. So that's telling you something. Their schedule finally gets a little easier. Don't sell the Eagles off yet. They're going to be fine. I don't know about a Super Bowl run, but they'll be fine. They're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, but I might shy away from betting them this week. I might look Seattle, and I think that's a teaser spot to get them up. Okay, so you said Geno. Is Geno in for sure? I think so. I'm not positive, but I think he's back. All right. I You know, Locke's coming off 22 out of 31, 269, two touchdowns. And you do need Geno in there. I, I know Geno's not unbelievable, not having the greatest year. 
You know, I think you got to pound a little bit. I mean, I agree with you. You got to throw because their defense, their secondary is bad right now. But I think you got to mix in the run. Charbonnet, Walker, get them involved a little bit. Spread, you know, stretch it a little bit with that. You get Smith coming in. They're coming in four losses in a row. You know, again, I, I don't think Philly's in any trouble at all making the playoffs or anything. But I don't know about a run. I really don't. I think the offensive line has some problems right now, too. I think it's a team that has some issues. And I and I said it about two weeks ago or a week ago on the show. It's like that 11-0 Steeler team that you're like, eh, maybe they're not that good. I don't know if this team's unbelievable. I think where some people have it. So, sorry, Eagles fans. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying what I'm going to say. I do think they win this week. I do think they win. I think it's a tight game, though. All right, here we go. You think that was fun, talking about the backup quarterbacks and the backup water boys and everything. Here we go. We got bowl season, everybody, starting Saturday. Wait to, oh, I can't wait to break this down here. You know, Matt, here you go. You, you know, in years past, you had, you could barely break these games down because you had some guys maybe here and there leaving. Man, everyone's leaving now. Everyone's gone. Here's here's a here's a prime example for our audience. If you don't dive into this as much as we do, Murphy. And I hope I, I think I, I think it's Murphy, the backup quarterback from Texas. Now maybe I butchered this whole segment. I think it's Murphy though. Kid kid is going. He's the backup. Now you got Art. You got Manning. Manning's there, but he's third string. This kid's played. Fewers has been banged up. Well, they're they're in the final four. Well, guess what? He's gone. He's leaving. He doesn't care. He's out. Not playing in the final four. And that's how hard this bowl season is and these teams are. There's guys leaving left and right. I mean, you got when you got guys that are leaving that are in the final four, and yours has been banged up for Texas. He's been injured a little bit this year. That kid could have played. Now he's gone. He doesn't care. He's going to try to make some money and go to another school and maybe have a chance. So here we go. And I just want to, I want to break this down real quick. This from on X, Brad Powers. Fantastic. If you don't follow him, follow him on X. Unbelievable information. Guys that are opting out, Portal, NFL, just whatever, in the bowl games. Texas A&M. These are starters. Texas A&M, 11. Oregon State, 11. James Madison, 10. UNC, 9. Notre Dame, 9. Miami of Florida, 7. Kansas State, 7. Duke, 6. Clemson, 6. Ohio, 5. Western Kentucky, 3. Enjoy trying to research this. We're going to do the best job that we can and give you the best information. Let's have it, Matt. Real quick. Real quick, uh, Notre Dame might actually be at 10 now because Estime, the running back, is going to enter the NFL draft and he's not going to play in her to stock. So who knows? This is this is nuts, though. Um, and Notre, doesn't Notre Dame play Oregon State, right? Yeah, Oregon State's yeah. – Oregon's so, – I mean, to break that game down, we're not going to break that down here tonight, but we got Oregon State's down to like the third string – you got no Hartman, uh, Notre Dame's down to second or third. No, yeah, no running back. Wide receivers have vanished. Hell, yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got a play. Like I said, we're gonna give out 
I got a couple bowl games here. I got one for Monday I'm going to throw out, and I'm also going to throw out Old Man in the Garage upset NFL play before we're done here. But, yeah, let's. this going to be fun. Let's, this is going to be fun. So here we go. Saturday, 11 a.m., one of the ESPN channels, Georgia Southern against Ohio. Minus three and a half, Georgia Southern. Over-unders, 48 and a half. Georgia Southern, six and six on the year. Nine and three, Ohio. Okay, here we go. Ohio, get ready, Matt. Quarterback, bye. Two running backs, bye-bye. I mean, they got guys left and right gone. They're six and eight in bowl games um, over the years. Georgia Southern's three and two in these bowl games. You know, here's the thing. Georgia Southern started great. They've really struggled. Brandon, the quarterback's not bad. He's over 3,000 yards, 22 touchdowns. The biggest problem with him, audience here, is he throws a lot of picks. He has 16 INTs. But, I mean, Ohio, oh, that's a lot of people, especially on offense. My play, uh, I might play this. I like Georgia Southern. I think they cover the spread. I'd take a minus three and a half. Do you have anything, Matt? Myrtle Beach Bowl, everybody, by the way. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. So this is the Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach Bowl. Ohio's catching three and a half. Uh, man, this is truly a flip a coin kind of year on bowl games. I'm going to go to the team that has more players who've been there all year. I'm with you. I'm actually going to go with a crappy six and six football team to beat a nine and three football team in a bowl. I mean, Ohio goes to bowls probably. I mean, they're, they go to bowls pretty often. Georgia Southern, not so much. So let me get them amped up. Give me, give me Georgia Southern. Give me the Eagles. All right, here we go. New Orleans bowl. Two fifteen. Jacksonville state, rich rod, rich Rodriguez taking his team in. Never been to a bowl game, just popped up, and, you know, not enough teams had enough wins, so they got in, which is great. I think James Madison themselves, I think it's fantastic that they're in one of these bowl games here playing Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Jacksonville State, 8-4, and 9-3 ATS. Lafayette, 6-6, six 5-7 and six, five and seven ATS. I like this. In my notes, Matt, you'll like this. Webb, the quarterback for Jacksonville State, man. You talk about Perry Ellis. Seven year. He's in his seventh year. Good for that kid, man. College of life. Enjoy it. They lost one in a row. Zero and zero, like I said, in bowl games. Seven and three for Lafayette. And again, strength of schedule. All these shows you've listened to, strength of schedule. They're really on Lafayette. They're just, they think they've played better teams than this. Chandler Fields is the quarterback uh, lately. You know, Lafayette's been a team up and down a little bit. Man, it's a great story. I like Jacksonville State. It opened at minus three. It's down to minus two and a half. Over-unders opened at 56 and a half. It's up to 58 and a half. But, man, this is, I think home field and the strength. I'd probably, I'd do them. I'd sprinkle the money line on Lafayette maybe and try to take the dog in this one. What do you think, Matt? I love the name, the Ragin' Cajun, but I don't love them. I mean, this is a home game for them, but advantage, Rich Rod. I know it's not a big school, but they were nine and two, I think, last year, eight and four this year. Louisiana is down to its third string quarterback. Uh, both the 
starter and the second guy out for the year with injuries. Chandler Fields. Yeah, passing okay. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad for a third yeah. stringer. Right. But he's in his fifth year. He's been there forever. And, I mean, they say they're going to rally around him. Give me the underdog, like the team that never goes to a bowl game. Give me Jacksonville State. I think this is a no-brainer in my thing. I actually do a a uh, bowl poll confidence pick, and I have Jacksonville State pretty high. Now, maybe I'm putting my eggs in the wrong basket, but I like the Gamecocks. All right, here we go. 3.30, another ESPN game. What are the channels? Whatever the 15 channels they have. I didn't write it down. So the Ocho. Are we on the Ocho? I have no clue. Look it up. They can do They can do their own research. I'm going to get a little crazy here. They can do their own research on that. Here we go. We got Appy State against Miami of Ohio. The Cure Bowl down in Orlando, Florida. Here's the thing. Keep an eye on the conditions. Big storm. Big storm coming up the East Coast. I wish it was snow. wish it was a little colder and we would have get blizzard here, but uh, a lot of rain. This game has any chance of being a half inch to an inch of rain during game time. Over 20 miles per hour winds. Hey, Miami of Ohio, 11 and 2, 10 and 3 ATS. Happy State, 8 and 5, 6 and 6, 1 ATS. Here we go, though. Miami of Ohio, starting quarterback. Down to, I think, the third stringer. Offense, not the greatest. Defense, fantastic. Yeah. Best defensive team in the MAC for maybe two years, three years. Happy State, quarterback's not bad. They can score. They're a hot team coming five out of six in this. I already, I already sent it to the boys. I can't do the show tomorrow with uh, Q and Grissom, NCAA Insider. So please check that show out too. Fantastic show. My teaser play, which I have not lost. I said, hey, tease it up. Tease it up. Went down to 44 and a half, opened at 47. Tease it up. Get it up to about 50, 51. Take the under. It ain't, it's not going to hit. Not going to hit. Defense is too good for Miami of Ohio. I don't think they're going to score. Appy State's not going to score. You add those conditions, and this game is low, low scoring. That's my opinion on it. What do you have, Matt? I think I think this is another easy win for uh, Appy State. Their quarterback, Joey Aguilar, he had 33 passing touchdowns, 3,500 yards. Also can run his fleet of foot, so he's good. Miami of Ohio down to their third string, and they're not only they're not sold on him. They're actually going to sprinkle in the fourth stringer and kind of like split series going into this game. This is going to be the more stable team. Uh, the the like I know you think of teams Appalachian State. Sure, they had that huge win over Michigan years ago that got them on the map, but they're still always an underdog when you play them against a team like like Miami of Ohio is just known better. So people don't even know where Appy State is. So Give me them. I think they. I think they actually play this and win pretty easy. I think the line is six and a half. I think they cover, but I do like an under here. I don't know how Miami of Ohio scores. So, give me the give me the uh, Mountaineers. All right, here we go. New Mexico State, Fresno State, New Mexico bowl game here. Uh, New Mexico ten and four, Fresno State eight and four, eleven and three ATS. The Aggies. Fresno State, 4-8 and eight to the ATS. Hey, you want to talk about a very consistent team overall for the year. I mean, this Jerry Kill, man, what a great coach. Just unbelievable. All they did was go into Auburn, get a big paycheck. What did they do, Matt? They walked out of there with the win and the check. Let's get out of town. Yep. 
This team's good. I think it's Pavia, the quarterback. He's been a little banged up. Really good quarterback. Guy can throw, can run. They have some guys in the portal, too. I mean, they really do. But here's the Fresno State. Some notes I have down. Head coach Tafford hasn't been there for a couple weeks now. Quarterback's yep. been out. They they have some issues. Motivation, I think, is a key here. This is a big game, man. New Mexico State is not a great program. What have they done this year? They've won games. They got a star quarterback. They do. Kid's a star. Kid can throw, can run. I love the kid. Good coach. They beat Auburn, beat an SEC team. They're in. It's a New Mexico Bowl. Man, motivation is there. Give me New Mexico State. They're going to win the game. They're going to cover this. What do you have? I love it as well. I think Jerry Kill is the man this week. I think he's going to get a lot of attention. I feel bad the Fresno State coach has some issues. I mean, they're... They're talent-wise, probably the better team. But you said it, man. Diego Pavia, 2,900 yards, rushed for 851 yards, 32 touchdowns on the year. I don't think Fresno State – I think this is a tight one. These two kind of can play like a rivalry game. Uh, just, But it's a home game for New Mexico State. How do they not win this? Give me the Aggies, but I would probably play the money line here. All right, I like it. Here we go, 730 ESPN, whatever channel. You got, you got, you know, who knows what's on one of those ESPN channels. One of these games is going to be on ESPN channel at 730. UCLA, Boise State. I still think, Matt, this is great. I love how the Boise State program fired their coach, and this guy's come in, and they just they won the leg then. I think it's great. Here's the LA Bowl. I don't know where. I didn't write down where this game's being played in LA. <laughs> nobody goes to any games in LA anyway. It doesn't matter. This could be in the Rose Bowl and it doesn't matter. But you got UCLA 7 and 5, 5 and 7 ATS, Boise State 8 and 5, 7 5 and 1 ATS. Okay, so a little breakdown here. You got UCLA coming in, they lost one in a row, you know, one in a row here. Carson Steeler, top running back. Ah, eh, he didn't show up. He hasn't played. He hasn't been practicing. Just I don't know where he is, but he's not going to, I don't think, play in this game. Pass rusher, not going to play. Top guy. Uh, one of their quarterbacks already bolted here. So one of these games again. Boise State's down. Hot team. Four in a row. 13-7 and seven in bowl games. Good stuff. But the problem is they're way down on the quarterback. Rank two. This one, Maddie, open two and a half I had earlier in the week. 49 and a half. Now it's UCLA minus four and a half, 49. What do you got? I'm going to spin this different. I'm going to spin this differently. The kid who's going to play quarterback for Boise, uh, CJ Tiller. This is kind of like a, uh, an audition for him. Maybe he can enter the transfer portal after this game if he puts on a show. And I think, I actually think you you said it in your little uh, diatribe there that they're the hot team. Uh, who's coming to this game? It's in L.A. It's actually at SoFi Stadium, the biggest stadium, I believe, in football, and there's probably going to be 6,000 people there. And they might all be all Boise State fans to get out of the cold, come down to L.A. Because uh, UCLA is not going to put anybody in the stands. They can't pack the Rose Bowl. So uh, I like – I don't like any players in this game. I believe – uh, Boise's 
quarterback's gone. I'm not sure about the running back. I think UCLA's running back is gone. All of UCLA's defensive coaches left. This game might be a mess. But with the talent that's not there, and UCLA actually had a really good defense, I think this is another underplay, under 48 and a half. But I'm going to take Boise. I'm going to put a little fun money on the Broncos to win outright even though they're catching four and a half, but give me the money line plus one sixty two. I just don't like where this was minus two and a half. Now it's up to minus four and a half. Yeah. I still like the dog. Okay. I Hey, I like that. I respect that. Yeah. This, this, that's not one of my favorite games to bet on for the weekend. That's for sure. All right. Last game. I do like this one here. Uh, you got cow against Texas tech Our good friend, Ryan Hyatt's going to be all pumped up about this one here. I can't wait to talk to him this weekend. About this one, uh, Texas Tech minus three over under 58 Independence Bowl, Shreveport, Louisiana, six and six Cal, six and six Texas Tech, six and six ATS for Cal, five and seven for Texas Tech. You know, you got two good running backs. Uh, I think is um, 1,000 over 1,011 yard or 11 touchdowns, but a lot of rumors this week said keep an eye on him, maybe not playing. He could be going in the transfer portal. I have nope, not. He's heard. back. Oh, he's back. He's sticking. Okay. Back. They said keep an eye on that until about kickoff on some stuff. So let's keep an eye on that. But, you know, defense wasn't good, gave up a lot of yards. Texas Tech has some guys out. Offense, uh, one of their best offensive line guys, I think, just opted out. Um, some of the wide receivers, some defensive guys are a little nicked up. I still like Texas Tech in this. I think Texas Tech, I've liked this Texas Tech team all year. I said it on our preview show, I think they're a good team. I think they cover the minus three. I think they beat Cal. I'm not sold on Cal. Go Texas Tech, go Red Raiders for Ryan Hyatt. Man, I don't have a play on this yet. In my confidence, bowl poll, I took the Red Raiders. Cal's defense have given up over 50 twice. Um, they have a really good running back, Jaden Ott. So this is going to be a running back game. Who's got the better running back? Is it going to be Brooks or is it going to be Ott? This is a pretty high total, 56 and a half. I, I think it could go over, though. I think we could see some big plays. Um, also, Cal's defense has like scooped and scored, I believe, three times. Might be a defensive uh, score in this one, which bumps that total up even more. I don't have a play on the, the team yet, but I like the over in this one uh, as opposed to the under that I got going early. All right, I'm going to throw one out on Monday. Monday, Old Dominion, uh, Western Kentucky. I like Old Dominion. I think it's I think it's minus two and a half off the top of my head. I like the money line play in this one. I brought it up from Brad uh, Powers. Western Kentucky has some guys that are uh, opting out here. Old Dominion is a team that, you know, some – They've been good in years past. They haven't been good. I think this is a good spot for them. I think they'll win the game. I like Old Dominion Monday money line play. That's just a little extra that I threw out. Yeah, I wouldn't fight you on that. That's a that's a game you really got to do some homework on because nobody knows any Old Dominion players except people who go to Old Dominion. I don't care. You got to have Heineke back here. I like Old Dominion Monday. <laughs> And I know, uh, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go, Old Dominion here. So, okay, so I just want to give this out, Old Man in the Garage. I wanted to give out that Old Dominion play on Monday. 
because you know that's next week and there's a couple there's an there's a monday there's a tuesday we'll be back wednesday or thursday and we'll we'll try to give out some more um with this old man in the garage his dog play in the nfl this week man he's like i don't want to do it don't want to do it but i think it's a good spot a pits hey can i can i say something real quick i'm going to just give out his play real quick Pittsburgh Steelers, okay. old man in the garage. He loves the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go Steelers. Go Bobby. Let's go. Steelers are going to go win Saturday. Okay, Matt, go. Uh, I was going to say this uh, This game, I did. I forgot. I had two bets on tonight's game, the Chargers and Raiders. I had a punt for each team as their first possession. Chargers nailed that. The Raiders are putting that one in the trouble. So it looks like a 50-50 split there. Sorry, go back. No, nah, that's it. What what are the Raiders doing right now off the top? They're driving. They're uh-oh, driving. Looking for Take a knee. Take a knee. Don't, <laughs> Take don't, a sh- don't, don't show off. You don't need to show off. We don't need anybody showing off and stuff. Now I got I got Furman. My great basketball streak ended last night. I had Florida International against or um yeah, Florida Atlantic. That didn't turn out very well. And my play tonight, I had Furman plus seven and a half, best bet. It's not looking good. Tulane's jumping on them by 14 right now. So I did take East Carolina in a teaser with St. Thomas. And that's looking okay early in that teaser. But best bet in hoops, not looking good tonight. Furman's letting me down. But uh, hopefully we can get this some of these NFL plays here tonight so what did you what did you catch Furman at seven and a half plus seven and a half nah, they're only down 10 your way I don't know what site you're on I haven't down worse than that no, 11 66 oh, okay, yep. it just it just updated okay not bad yeah. not bad we'll yeah. give hope let's give, yeah let's give hope let's see what happens here so all right, Maddie. That's all I got, man. Good show. Great info. Hey, great, great basketball this weekend. We were going to try to break it down, but it's going to be too tight. But I mean, you got Arizona. I think Arizona Purdue, and then yep. uh, UNC. Man, I'm. Is it Kentucky off the top of my head? UNC, UNC Kentucky and the Georgia Dome. Big game. Okay, we got like a minute. Let's just do this real quick. I didn't really research these yet, but overall, what have you watched, Maddie? Any. Any team that's really jumped off the board at you, um, you really I, well, I, actually, I know we like Hostra, and we lost the other night. They they went in and played Duke, played tight, well, really long we time. We got burned on that one, buddy. Yeah. They actually, they hung really well the first half. Yeah, they did. They had 39 points at halftime, and then they SHIT the bed in the second half and scored 29 and couldn't close it down at yeah. the end. So, Tough one there. I do like this four-pack, UNC, Kentucky, and the Georgia Dome. UNC holds an all-time edge 25-17. I actually think they're coming in in really good form. They're surprising, and they still have a really good core with, I believe, Love and then the big guy, Baycott. So I'd lean UNC to win that one. And then Arizona-Purdue, this is for, like, big-time marbles here. This is potentially for a one seed because you know they're not going to stumble down the down – the, uh, both of them are not going to stumble coming into the finish but I think Purdue is uh, a little underrated, but I, I don't know. Zach Eady just doesn't do it for me. I would probably lean Arizona and uh, their athleticism to cover against Purdue. Yeah, I love Eady. I, I, and I, I love this Purdue team every year. And J-Cam used to always rip on me. He's like, man, you know they're going to mess up. They're going to mess up in the tournament. And they usually do. 
But I love Edie. I, I, if they could get some more outside shooting, I think they're going to be fine. I do. And if they can consistently knock it down, they're going to be fine. And it, um, I mean, I love Arizona. I, I, I loved them last year. And they let me down the tournament. I, I mean, I think these are two great teams going right at it. Houston's a really good team. Uh, you know, it's going to be great. We're going to, we're going to try to bring on great basketball people here after uh, Christmas and get in the new years here. When we dive into this, cause it's, 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 there's some really good teams. And if you, this is, this is a year, Matt, in my belief that there's no way that you can say this team's gonna, this team's, they're going to run it. There's no team that's going to do that again. I think it's evenly I, matched with the, the higher teams. I think I have one, but I'm going to keep that shelved for now. Okay. Well, text, I, I want to hear it. Text it. Cause I might have to jump on it. <laughs> no, I, okay. you know, I, I, I gave, yeah. uh, I gave Denny a couple last year, and um, I gave Arizona, I know off the top of my head, when he came up around Christmas time, gave Virginia, I gave UConn, and I gave somebody else. Maybe it was Purdue. Let's just throw Purdue in there. I don't know. But uh, luckily, I mean, UConn hit for him and won about two, $300. I, I, I really loved that Arizona team last year, and I mean, I like them again this year. I think they're a top-notch team. All right, Matt. Yeah, I, I have one that I'm just going to shell for now, and we'll break it out probably in a couple weeks. Okay, sounds good, man. So, hey, again, thanks for everyone tuning in. We appreciate. Thank you for the comments. Hey, again, get this show out. Give it to five, six people. Let's keep spreading this. The last two weeks have been unbelievable. One of our first, our two weeks ago was our biggest show on YouTube. Last week was, I think our third biggest show on YouTube. So let's keep doing it. Maddie, what do we always say? Hey, happy holidays, everybody. And don't forget to bang your bookie. Thanks for listening to the notebook wagering podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at notebook wagering until next time.